Don Luzader. You're listening to Wake Up Springfield with Alex Bryant, News Director Don Luzader, and Producer Cass Bowen Anderson on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. Welcome back to Wake Up Springfield. It's Friday, and you know what that means. It's 715 on a Friday here on Wake Up Springfield. We have the privilege of talking with our very own Congressman, Eric Burleson. How are you this morning, sir? Doing great. How are you, Alex? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Thank you. So, man, you guys have been busy this week in the House. You guys are voting on a lot of stuff. Um, I think just recently, um, the House, you guys struck down Biden's EV charger rule, electric vehicle charger. <laughs> what What's happening with that? Like, why do they think that they can put electric vehicles all over the place and that everybody's going to go to them right away? You know, the, the leftists always want to be in, you know, they want to take control of the private sector. They want to be the ones that, you know, there's a lot of this false belief that, that they're, that government creates jobs, that, that politicians need to be the ones that uh, are basically the investors for, uh, for everyone. And it's, and as, let me ask you a question, Alex, would you trust politicians with your 401k? No, not, no. not, not at all. <laughs> and so, why would why do we trust politicians to invest in the right businesses for the American people? It's and that's it's not even a proper function of government. It's not it's not appropriate for me to rob from Peter to pay Paul. And when I say rob, I mean to collect taxes from Peter at the coercive power of the state to pay Paul to put in EV charging stations. Okay. It's, it's not moral. So here's my question for you. We've been talking about this all week here on Wake Up Springfield about how a lot of the Democrats are getting rich. They're, they're beating the S&P, and you're a finance guy, so I'm sure you know uh, you know a lot about this. I mean, they're stocks that they're investing in, so could it be that they're trying to push this EV because they're buying stock in these companies, and it's basically legal insider trading? I mean, could that be a part of what's happening that we see? You know, I, I wouldn't put it past some people to do that. Um, I I will say... There's some that believe that we get some kind of inside knowledge, um, you know, about like in a hearing. But the truth is, wh- whatever's going on in any hearing, probably even I'm getting ready to go in a UFO skiff. The, the public will probably know before I walk out of the skiff what happened. The, there's really no secrets. Um, I will say you kind of get a general sense because you're, you've got your finger on the pulse of what's happening in the country, what's happening in America and just trends. And you get a general, like probably a better, more educated sense of what, what's happening. But uh, you, there's not really that kind of like, you know, insider right. information that I've seen directly. Right, now I'll enough. say, let me, let me inoculate myself here. I, you know, I, I, I've traded stocks and valued businesses for a long, long time. And that, and I have had to handcuff myself. All of my money is now in an index fund where, where the market does what it's going to do. And I can't control it just so people feel okay. That just shows the, the ethical nature of it. You're there, you're there to serve us. I mean, I think we see when people like Pelosi and these people are there for 20, 30, 40 years, you know, what's going on. So, Hey, let me switch gears too. Um, you guys are making other moves over here and protecting women's sports. I see, that the protecting um, the protection of women and girls in sports act passed two nineteen to two o three, um, and so obviously all the Republicans voted yes. That would be you. So um, so yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, we don't. I mean, this is the most common sense thing in the world. If you're really going to protect uh, 
you know, we, we've set, we've placed in law uh, protections for women's sports. And I think that the left is going to completely unravel that by allowing men to decide that they can, that they, they can compete against women. So uh, it's just, it is the most common sense thing in the world. I don't understand our culture and, and the mindset of people who think otherwise. Um, you've, you know, they used to say that, um, you know, why can't we all compromise up here? I don't know how you compromise on certain issues like that. Like if you believe that men want to, should be able to transition and compete, like compete against women. I, I don't know how to compromise with you. Yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? You don't have the comp. I mean, you're asking me to check my brain at the door, you know, and you have daughters. I have a daughter. I mean, come on, man. Like, you know, there's a difference between boys and girls and, you know, it's just ridiculous. And I'm, I'm thankful for the work you guys are doing on there. So, um, let's talk about one of our favorite subjects. I know it's one of mine. I think it's one of yours, the Biden family crime syndicate. So, uh, I think you're like me. We're students of history. You saw how Watergate unfolded. This is just getting more and more crazy. Um, Hunter with his basically, um, his art dealings, which is allowing him to what the shenanigans that happened. First of all, they're on Capitol Hill. I want to get, I want to know what you guys are saying about that stuff, but then he's laundering money through art. So anywhere you want to go on the Hunter Biden or the Biden family crime syndicate, please go ahead. Yeah, I think it's been said. So on Monday we had the, the individual and I don't, I'm forgetting his name, who is Hunter's art dealer. Kevin, okay? Kevin something. Isn't it? Yeah. Oh no, Burgess. Yeah, Burgess he, is the art dealer. Burgess. Okay. And so he came in and, and gave testimony in here. And in his testimony, he said that, that, he, that Hunter Biden was unlike any other of his clients that he's ever had. And he's been in the industry for years. And, and in this, in this way, Hunter had a relationship with all of the people that were buying the art, which is a, an anathema to the art industry because most of the time artists, you know, do their thing. They put, you know, they, they submit their pieces through an art dealer and the art dealer sells them. And the artist doesn't have a clue who's buying their paintings, yeah. right? Usually doesn't care. But Hunter had a relationship with everybody um, that was buying his paintings. So that's your, that's the big red flag. And that, uh, and, and then the other thing is like the art dealer said, you know, he immediately was successful. There was, um, you know, some clients that were buying, you know, 10, 11 paintings, one client, the guy who showed up at the hearing, um, the, I think that's, is the Miller guy, Kevin Morris, the, yeah, that was Kevin, Kevin Morris, Morris yeah. who showed up. He was the, he's a, a Hollywood attorney who bought, uh, almost a million dollars in paintings yeah. for, from Hunter. And I, I think it's just a way for them to launder money to Hunter. And that, that whole hearing was crazy, but it's exactly why we didn't, we don't want to have, uh, this can't be accomplished through a, through the, a, a hearing because at a hearing you've got, um, while the witness is sworn in, you've got, you only have five minutes of questioning from each person and it goes Republican and the Democrat. And in those five minutes, they're trying, it, it's not a strategic effort to get the truth out of the individual from, from person to person to person. And when the, when the left gets their chance, they completely throw all of these lies because they, they're not sworn in under oath. They can lie to the American people on camera and try to 
just completely threw mud on the whole situation, confuse everyone, distract, divert, all of these things. And, and it's just, you can't get to the truth in a public hearing. That's why you've got, that's why, you know, look, the, the, the Trump family was forced to go into a deposition. Don Jr., the son of the president, was forced to go into five depositions set for hours on, uh, in, a, in depositions before going in front of the public. And Hunter Biden thinks that he doesn't have to do that. He yeah. thinks that he is above the law. And, uh, and so I think that this, what, he, what he's done is to create this distraction, this circus, so that he can create an argument for Merrick Garland to not prosecute him for um, contempt of Congress. So oh. we, we voted to bring Hunter into contempt of Congress in the committee hearing. It's probably going to go to the House yeah. floor next week. We will vote it out. But then the next step has to be that Merrick Garland has to prosecute. Merrick Garland prosecuted Steve Bannon, and he prosecuted Peter Navarro, okay, for, for not showing up and following the subpoena. Yeah. And so Merrick Garland will be a complete hypocrite and he'll be exposed if he doesn't prosecute Hunter. But Hunter did this circus act. And I think that it's, it, what they're trying to do is create enough distance or some, some reason for Merrick Garland to not follow through and prosecute. I mean, he would be like the American people. We would, cause we already think there's a two tier justice system. If he doesn't prosecute the first son, then we're going to be going off. Oh, see, there we go. We knew it. And so, um, but you know, so what do you, I mean, where do you see this thing going? I mean, is this going to end up going to, I mean, cause the committees are getting closer to proving that money laundering and the influence peddling and stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you, do you see Biden surviving this storm or do you think that he's going to be either forced out or have to resign or something's going to come up? Do you think he's going to make it to the election? So I, I think we're coming up with more and more evidence. We're, we're reviewing more and more bank records. As, as I said, we had the art dealer interview. There, there's more and more information that's coming out. But at the end of the day, I think that we could have all the evidence in the world and the Senate is not going to impeach uh, Joe Biden there or they're is. not going to remove him from office. We can impeach him in the House, but the Senate isn't going to do it. But I do think that there may be that there's probably enough political damage that it's clear that right right now Barack Obama is trying to whisper to Joe to not run. You think he's trying to tell him right. to let Michelle run? You think Barack's trying to say that? What do you think on that? I think I think so. I think they're trying to. There's there. I think there's a lot of people that are that are there's a lot of buzzards that are circling. Yeah. Right, and I, uh, I want to just got, say, let me give the disclosure. This is purely irresponsible speculation. I don't want to. I don't want anyone to say that their congressman said that. Okay, but you know, I love yeah. some purely irresponsible speculation. But go ahead. <laughs> no, it is. It's speculation, but it's not. It's not based on um, just on nothing. Yeah. You've got uh, Gavin Newsom meeting with the Clintons in Mexico, and you've got Barack speaking to Joe Biden. I, I think that. I, I, and when I, when I talk to Democrats, they, they're not enthused about Joe Biden and his decline. So I think that there may be, I think between the decline and how much evidence that we're bringing forward, he may be too damaged. The polling numbers look awful. Yeah. At some point, they're going to try to, they're, they're going to cut, cut bait. That's awesome. 
Hey, Congressman, thanks for your time today. I know you got to go to the UFO hearing, man. I don't even know what to say about that. I, I'll just let, I'll just leave it at that. So hope you have a good day, sir. Okay. Have a good weekend. Bye. All right. Congressman Eric Burleson, as always, every Friday, 715 here on KWTO. When we come back, state senator, or excuse me, state treasurer, Vivek Malik, he's going to be with us. And then um, Dr. Higdon, about 745, he'll be with us for 30 minutes. And then State Senator Curtis Trent at 815. Stick around. Wake up, Springfield.